Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Clark, stop it. No, no, no. How many times you call it in? No, I, I think that was the uh, the guy from uh, Burger King. I have a problem. Blockbuster. I have a problem. I know. What are you pushing over there? Seriously. Press one. The Olympics is playing. Is this? Wake, wake me up. Wake me up when you get it. Hey, I don't think we're on a show anymore. No, we're not. Somebody else is hosting our show. Hello. <laughs> on air, end episode, and the call is connected. So I think we're on. Have we been on like for? I don't know, hours? Like, no, for like two minutes. But okay, but we're on. I think so. Well, if you want to call and confirm that you're hearing us, we do have a number. It's seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. I'm Al Larcher. That's Clark Lawrenson. Yes, sir. Uh, give us a tweet at Larcher Lawrenson. Email us at Larcher and Lawrenson at gmail.com. That's where you can find us. And good times will be had by all. You know, my voice is a little under the weather today. I didn't know it till you showed up. In all honesty, it's, it's, I, I feel like it's bad. Like it's strong. Really? You like my, you like my voice a little more hoarse than uh, not hoarse? It's barely hoarse. It is. It's barely hoarse. It's character. frustrating. It's, character. it's frustrating for me, but it, it, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know what this is playing, right? Uh, the it, it's an Olympic song. It's yeah, like. yeah, it's the theme of the Olympics. Did you watch the opening ceremonies? I did not. Oh, you missed you missed a, quite a performance. Oh, really? I saw the guy who I think is like the Korean uh, Mick Jagger. Like okay. they brought him out. It just he he had on like Ray Bands and he was like seventy, and it just said Korean rock star. No kidding. And then him and like Korean pop stars and K-pop, they all sang Imagine, you know uh, the Beatles song. Yeah. And uh, they they were out on they were on boats, and then they turned into doctors, and then the fires okay. happened. Okay. And then they had the parade of nations, and you know the parade of nations, right? They bring all the countries out one by one. Yeah. Here's something I don't understand. You know? uh, 
they uh, there are events before the opening ceremonies. So why why would the opening ceremonies be after there are already Olympic events going on? Well, because it's the welcoming. Okay. It it is the hey we're all gathered here now. Everybody flights are here. People are ready to go. Let's start this thing. Are the hockey teams there? Like even if they're not started yet, like if they don't start for two weeks, let's say your event hasn't begun. Yeah, I think every athlete who's in it's in that parade. They're there, and they're in the village. Yeah, they 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 eat in the village, and everyone gets the flu and the STDs. Yeah, it's been known for that. Right, because what do you do? I mean, you go there and you're like, oh, wow, look at that. That's a that's a Ukrainian woman. I've always wanted a Ukrainian woman. And then it turns yep. out she's always wanted an American. Yes. yes. And, and then they make love and everybody spreads diseases to each other because they're all like 20-something athletes. And Two that's nights what, ago. Uh, that's what happens. Two nights ago, I woke up with a toothache that was really, really rough. Had me up. So I turned on the Olympics. And uh, it's curling. Men and women, uh, Hamilton, Mark Hamilton and Becca Hamilton. Alexander. And I had never seen them before, so I went to go look them up to uh-huh. find out, hey, are they married? What, what's their deal? Spoiled, spoiled the match, Al. Why is that? Because when I went to look on the Internet, that event had already happened. I, oh, you know, like, sure, sure. There were articles out for things before, and they lost to China. Uh, but Mark Hamilton and Becca Hamilton are, uh, I think that's what it is. Uh-huh. They are brother and sister. Okay. And they are the the first ever mixed doubles curling. They they have doubles. Mm-hmm. They have singles. But this is the first ever. I think they have singles. I don't know. First time they've ever had curling with a male and female team. It seems very um, interesting. China was on point. I think they got beat by Norway though. Mm. I was watching that one this morning when I woke up with a toothache. Yeah, people love watching the Olympics. We're on the air. Oh, good. it's official. Awesome. Uh, so great. <laughs> now, now, sigh of relief. Now the show can actually start. Well, I thought, I'm not one of these guys who who care about the Olympics. Well, no, I I get that. Like, what 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 is, what is there to not? But what what for you do you believe is keeping you from caring? Like, does that mean you just can't turn it on? No, I mean I, I get why I get why people in a bar watch the Olympics. You know, I've been drawn in by people playing stupid sports I would otherwise turn my nose at. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then there's the whole nationalism. You get in, you're like, yeah, yeah let's go so America. Even you, even you will watch it. Sure, it's a, a I don't hate the Olympics. Right. It's just right. I, I, don't, I don't seek it right. out. Right. I can't tell you what's going on. I don't, I don't know who the star athlete is. I, I'll probably read it. And then when they pop them on one of these late night shows, I'll figure out who, who the star of the show was, who the Olympic yeah. uh, hero I've been I've been kind of dancing around it, basically watching when I have a bad toothache, and it seems to work. You know who looked like uh, she had a toothache? Who's that? So when they're doing the opening procession, and all the countries come out. Is it called a procession? It's a parade. The opening parade. How about that? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we, I, I don't have to worry about words. It's a procession. Yeah? Yeah. A funeral procession. Is it pro- procession? Procession? Isn't it? Procession. I don't know. Is it a professional session? Procession? I don't know. You know, I, I, you know what I do all day? I, smoking and cleaning. That's all I've been doing all day. And, and playing this Metroid game I'm really into. And then you, you spoke when I walked in the door. Right. And then I spoke my yes. first word of the day, and I realized I had a hoarse voice. I've been there. I know that. Oh, that's hilarious. So the lady who looked like she had a toothache. So they have the opening parade. 
and uh, these people come out and they get to uh, they get to uh, America, yep. right? Yeah. And the, the vice president is there, and he's all Mike Pence. He's clapping. I mean, he's into it. Here comes all the Americans, and standing behind him is the uh, sister of Kim Jong Un or Il or Um. I don't know really? which one we're at now. Uh, Kim Jong Un. Il. Kim Jong. King Jong Un, yeah, um, yeah. King Jong Un or King Jong Il, the son, the, the one who's in love. the guy who's in charge now. And I hope I didn't start an international terrorist uh, uh, war by not knowing his name. Know but anyways, she's, she's she's uh, she's behind, and as the Americans are walking out, not uh, she can't muster a smile, a gleam in her eye, uh, a little uh, applause, uh, a golf clap, nothing. No, she just she has the look like she has a toothache. And she's she's witnessing the cavity. The cavity is marching. A team of is cavities she like are marching eyes by. Eyes of fire at Pence. Like what's going on here? No, she's watching. She's just looking out at the parade with a, with a pissed off. Is it stoic? Or it's not. It's like it's like who is the who is the pervert who who uh, uh, molested all the uh, the Olympic uh, the girls who yeah, now doing a thousand years in prison. The doctor, uh, rightfully show over, over in Michigan. Yeah. You remember the father who went off? Yes. He was giving him before he went off while he was sitting in the jury is the look she was giving uh, the Americans. So that's not, you know, I, I, I know the Olympics have always been tied with peace and stuff, but this is, uh, you know, you, you see some danger going on there because that was the look. Sure. They are not happy. <clears throat> no, no. I'll be darned. And then when huh. Korea came out, it was a conundrum. Well, what's going on there? Like, why all of a sudden did they decide our athletes can be together? Why aren't they separate? Because they're celebrating the continent of Korea. It's not a continent, but they're celebrating the country of Korea, their island, as a whole. But aren't they two separate things anyway? Right, right. Are we going to celebrate North America? Are we going to all of a sudden Mexico and... And North and uh, Canada, I was going to call them North America. But... No, what, what I think happened was South Korea was having the Olympics, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, North Korea, uh, you know, you're." It's like if you're having a, a block party, or and you don't like your neighbor, right? You're like, "Hey, there's a barbecue happening, and uh, if you want to come by, it's in the backyard." Then you're going to get matching team jackets with them. Well, no. Then the neighbor goes, "Yeah, well." I could call the police and really have a problem with this, or we could just call it a house barbecue, and the whole building is having a barbecue, and I'll come, and I'll bring some desserts. You cook your little hamburgers. I'll invite some of my friends, and you can have your friends, uh, but it's, it's going to be our party. Okay, it's going to be a house where party. Where are we now? We're at a house party. How did we get to a house party? Is Kim Jong-il there? No. We, you, okay, you live in is a, Dennis Rodman come? Okay, let's say you're living in an apartment and you got a roommate. Yes. And you want to throw a party and you don't like your roommate. Right. You have to invite them. And you have to let them invite people as well. Well, you don't have to because it's the Clark party and, like, you, you've already got well, the why would you throw that party if you have a roommate? You got everything going on because you're, like, uh, you have your own section of the house. This is, again, why there were two apartments. It was an easier analogy. But then you're hosting it together, much like they are in korea which is what they did the north korea basically elbowed their way in and said hey you either make this with us or we're gonna we're gonna call the police and have your party shut down the expertise of this conversation is fascinating my idea here and uh, and i have studied many many long years hundreds of years of korean uh, uh olympics no i haven't but 
my idea is neither one of them have big horses in the race. So they all have medium-sized horses. So if they come together, then they're best of the best. I think they want to perform better. I feel like this is some weird like, like um, genetic altering um, no. racism going on. No, that I you're, don't think, you're no. putting down on the sly here, and I'm not okay with it. No, I'm just telling you. This altering. is not, you're not cool, you man. My, 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 You're saying my Koreans is, are medium-sized people. No, not that. Not that. I'm saying they're medium-sized athletes. I'm not talking about the size of the athletes. I'm talking about the at the talent of the athletes themselves. The skill. Like, more. If, the coaching. Listen, if two high schools consolidate, right? Yeah. That football team is going to be immediately better because you have the best of the best from both football teams. Okay. Okay. All right. I see where you're coming from. Okay. I see where you're coming from. So I'm saying they weren't going to win shit. Come together. Boom. Right. Russia, and Russia's not in, but they're in. They're and not. again, going back to the politics of it. So now Korea comes out as a country. Well, what does the vice president do? Because he likes half the kids from the school his kid oh, goes to, yeah, but but he doesn't like the kids from the other school. Well, you got to kind of give a, a stern talking to 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 the kids that you like and be like hey i'm not a fan of this i'm not a fan of you in cahoots with with the north well no because you do at the end of the day you want peace you want you do want peace sure i agree so but what's going on there are do they want the same kind of like is this going to open the doors for more di- di- diplomacy diplomacy i don't i, I don't a diploma i'm sure you do your teachers are very proud of you. Some of some. Yeah. One? One. Are your teachers proud of you, Al? I don't know. They're, mo- they're all dead. 760-454-8834 if you want to join the conversation, if you're listening live. Those of you listening on the podcast, we appreciate you too. iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio. We're on quite a few of those. The, the Sparks machine, machine is always open. open. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah. I'm so yeah. happy I bought the sports machine at that uh, garage sale. I'm really impressed with our level of uh, Olympic talk, considering neither one of us are, like, seeking out the Olympics. Well, can you name one athlete? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Mark Hamilton. Becca Hamilton. Oh, very good. The yeah. girlers. All right. Yeah. Accurate. Woo! Woo! I was just sick. I can't right now. But you learn that as you go. This is, a, what, day three? Sure. Something like that of seven. There's seven days. I actually I believe live they're doing uh four. Uh day four, if if you're live, I believe. But enough about the Olympics. I'm telling you, Big Brother has started, and that's the show that that is better than any Olympic program going on. There have been three episodes so far. Right. Of Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. I've seen episode one. Yeah, you're missing the good stuff. Oh, man. Like, episode one, you just meet everybody. There's right. no game right, going right, on. Right, right, right. By episode two, they're stabbing each other in the back. By episode three, cutthroat. No shit. Yeah. Is it pretty much... Why, why did they say that it was a sped-up version? How much time does Big Brother normally have, and how much time does Celebrity Big Brother have? Well, normal Big Brother, I think, is two or three months. Okay. It's a long time. And this is like two a weeks. Month, two weeks? Wow. And, but there's uh, been three episodes? Yeah, and they've already voted somebody out. Okay. Yeah, somebody's gone. All right. Um, um, but there was a whole backstabbing. Like, I'm just going to spoil because it, it, it's Sunday at this point. 
I'm okay with the spoil. Or are you going to go back? Time. You're not going to go back. Well, I mean, no. No, I'm good with not going back. Okay. They are they are on the on the on the list. So but I'll just go to the next one. Here here's can I I saw Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, she's she had head of household. She's, she's holding on to that uh the fake Oscar. Right. She's dominant. Yeah. Okay. So then what's going on? So there was a secret twist where everybody got uh bags. Grocery bags? No, 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 no. By the like looks of it, you're holding on a bag. Yeah, like a bag. Like a what do you go when you go from a Hollywood party? You get a like a swag bag. Yeah. And they get this bag like because they're in the house for whatever it is, two weeks. Yeah. So they get this bag of goodies. What what's in the bag? Well, one person what's it, in the bag. Somebody in the bag has the ability to overthrow the head of household. Okay. Well, Shannon, Elizabeth, and all the girls formed an alliance, and they were gonna go to the end. Right. This year is. The Me Too. The, yeah, the, the ladies are going to That's what they said on there. Even with Omarosa. Even with Omarosa. She was the one basically spearheading it. And you have gals, right. And you have gals that do not like her. And that, you know. Like, yeah, they've come around. Yeah. Right. So. And they're all together. That's cool. So the girls get the thing, and then they, they talk to all the guys, and they get the guys to say, hey, don't use the bag. Only one person gets to use the bag, and it's a random drawing. Oh. So nobody wants to use their bag because everybody's set with the nominees. Uh-huh. So uh, Chuck Liddell decides he wants to use his bag. He goes in and he uses his bag. So now all the girls use their bag. So the odds are like five to one that a girl gets drawn and Chuck Liddell doesn't even have an opportunity. Wait, hang on. I don't understand. If you get your bag... Uh-huh. Say this again. Okay. So there's a bag. And there's a random prize in your bag, and it might be like, hey, Clark Lawrenson has to dress like a dinosaur for the next two days. Okay. okay. Or it's, I have the power to overthrow the head of household and change the nominations. Oh. <laughs> so Chuck Waddell figures this is the only chance the guys have. He's going he's gonna to swing for the fences. So he goes in to use it. So all the girls use their bag. So uh-huh. now the odds are five to one. Five to one. Yeah. So they get to the, uh, the nomination ceremonies, and they get to reveal their bags. And it turns out Rudy Huxtable, she got it. Her bag wins. Okay. She changes the nominations, I believe, puts up the, the people she wanted, which was all... She st- takes out of household? Yes. But Shannon Elizabeth remains immune. She is. Yeah. Okay. So that would have been the ultimate move. Right. But you can't. So who'd she nominate? So I, she nominated, I think, the um, Marky Mark. Yep. And uh, uh, that's uh, Chuck Liddell. Sugar Ray, Mark uh, McGrath. Mark McGrath. Yep. Yeah, that guy. Double M. And she, Chuck Liddell. Oh, you can just nominate two guys. I get it. Right. She wants to keep the guys. That's the what the women are planning to do, take out the guys. But then there's a veto, which you, you'd see. You don't. more annoying. No, I don't know Big Brother, but it's kind of nice. Maybe some listeners don't know Big Brother. Chuck, Chuck Liddell it's is silly solid. how much I liked the show. Yeah. And like, you didn't, didn't even get into to. the good stuff. I didn't expect to. Yeah, it was a good start. What were you saying? Chuck Liddell? So Chuck Liddell is the one they like. They want to get rid of... Uh, Mark McGrath. No, they don't even want to get rid of Mark McGrath. They want to... See, there's a veto. Everybody hates that young singer. They, that's who they want to backdoor. It's called backdooring in Big Brother. Oh, you can backdoor somebody in? Because there's a veto competition, okay. and if somebody wins the veto competition... Who's veto? Veto like a presidential veto. Oh. You veto not, the head of household. Not like your, bro- you know, your friend's brother? Veto. No. And the person hey, they're looking to backdoor doesn't even get a chance to play. Because it's the it's the head of household plays, the two nominees, 
<laughs> and a random person. Oh, wow. So they were basically going to back the But anyways, Omarosa starts a secret alliance with Rudy Huxtable. Huxtable. It's like the Power Black Alliance. It's a strong black woman Keisha alliance. M. Night. No. Ke- Keisha, Keisha Knight Pullman. Pullman. Yeah, not M. Knight. That was Shlama Ding Dong. He's another one. Was dead the whole time. Right. M. Night Shama. The spoiler strikes again, Clark Lawrence. Keisha Knight Knight Pullman. Pullman. Let's just call her Rudy. Everybody knows Rudy. Rudy. So, and she hasn't done anything else, right? It's not like uh, she has a vast career. She did some other things that were successful that you didn't watch ever. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, because on the first episode, they kind (laughs) of... Did a rundown, and I looked her up that night. Okay. I was looking her up as I went, and I was like, oh, this too, this too, but nothing nearly the success of. So Rudy and Amorosa, Amorosa's like, hey, let's do it. There's never been two strong black women to finish this game. Let's do Whoa. that. Okay. So Shannon Elizabeth ends up winning the veto. Yep. So now she gets to pull somebody off the block or keep everything the same. Right. And... She wants to pull Shannon Elizabeth. A lot of people don't realize is a pretty good poker player. Right. She was. She's like the best celebrity her, yeah, poker I've, player. Right. Yeah. Um. Which is, I mean, it's like the best celebrity golfer. The celebrity right. You're tour. pretty good. Yeah. You're pretty you're good. Pretty good. So she she starts the gay guy who's kind of in the alliance, but not the all girls alliance. But he's gay. So they keep saying, "Oh, we're we're taking all the women to the end. Wait, we're taking all the women." Is- Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jay Leno. Uh, yeah, I'm not outing the guy. The guy is gay. No, I know. I, I couldn't remember. The, I Do you know his name? I mean, it's horrible to call I mean, I don't mean, but Jay the whole show is stereotyping Sparrow. everybody. Oh, yeah. Everybody's a stereotype. That's <clears throat> what it is. Um, and he knows the character. He knows who he is on the show. Well, he starts realizing. Oh, his name's going to hit keeps. He keeps. Um, he keeps getting, you know, kind of offended by the keep saying, oh, this is the girls are going to win it. The girls okay. are going to win it. Yeah. Like, hey, what, you know, I'm not a girl. Like, you know, I'm gay. I'm, I'm a dude still. Like, right. but I'm in your alliance, so respect me a little more. Understandable. <clears throat> then he tells the girl who's in the musicals. I don't want to stir it up again, but she's the larger gal. Yeah. Um, she, she seems like a lot of fun. So you know, she's really short. Yeah, I looked oh, up yeah. her bio. I didn't realize that on the five show, foot. and I was like, "No, she's like four foot, four. Yeah, she's five foot. You're yeah. right. You're right. Four is really, really wow. short. Yeah, I was gonna say. Then like, she'd be the short we, girl we at that know. point. Yeah. So she starts. You know, he tells her she starts crying, and like, there's all the drama. Like, okay, we're we're being okay. exclusive. Okay. Well, then they all start realizing that Amorosa and, and Rudy Huxtable are in a little alliance. And they end up not changing the things when everyone thought they were going to change the thing, and then Chuck Liddell went home. So Shannon Elizabeth took control, and she basically slapped Omarosa in the face wow. in the process. Wow. So now shit's about to hit the fan, because now you got to piss off Omarosa. Chuck Liddell, Liddell, night one, was my pick for not making it. Yep, gone. Immediately. I, mean, I thought he'd be gone. For well, meta world peace. It's kind of like when you watch, uh, if you catch Dancing with the Stars, the first episode. Yeah. You immediately know. Meta World Peace basically wants to get out of the house. Really? Yeah, he, he wants What's out his of deal? there. He's just like, ah, this isn't fun. I want to be with my family. Oh, no kidding. But they, but you, people don't quit the show. You got to be voted off. Right. So he's stuck in there. Huh. And, and in Big Brother history, the people sometimes. Maybe that's his strategy. Exactly. And now people, he got. People do play he, that, that route. Is he a fan? 
I know quite a few people said they're fans of the show. No. Get it? No, no, he doesn't understand the game at all. He's starting to, and now he's now I think he's starting to get into it because once you get hooked up in the game, you start playing. That Broadway gal's kid <laughs> like lost his shit when he found out she was going to be on. Yeah, that was awesome. I I see the appeal of it. Like it always, it never made that much sense to me. And you, Al, you've actually caught. So this is the first ever Celebrity Big Brother in the United States. Right. Yeah, yeah. But the UK has had Celebrity Big Brother, and I know that they've had, there's American celebrities. And they use the word celebrity, and that's why it kind of, people give it a bad name. They, but they can't really say B-list celebrities or anything. No. they. I'm but, sure they wanted, I think their biggest get was probably Omarosa. I think it probably was, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, Ron Artest brings in a certain uh, Meta World Peace yeah. brings in a certain crowd. Sure, um, Chuck Liddell brings in you know another that's crowd gone right away. I don't know if they if they could hold. Oh, they did the Nickelodeon crowd. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody right. Everybody who grew up on that kid, they, and we have no idea who he is. And then, like my parents or my dad, who loves uh, Jay Leno, loved the Tonight Show. He probably loves seeing Ross. I believe it's Ross. Ross the intern. it is Ross. Ross. Yep. That, that is yep. his name. So yeah. That's, and that's what they do. They they pick people from all different walks of life to try to get more yeah. a broader audience. The whole thing's like let's look at demographics and have them yeah, you know, go to war. And uh, yeah, certain people click with each other, certain people don't. And uh, you know what, Chuck Liddell, I think would have went really far if he would have gotten through week one. <clears throat> wow, he was likable. Like everyone in the sure. house liked him. Okay, and I don't think he he necessarily was the biggest schemer. No, probably <laughs> not. Who knows? Oh, so that's where we are. That's where we sit. Yeah. And the show returns Tuesday, I believe. I think so. Wednesday. I um I wish there was a wrestler in the house. That was really my hope going in. Oh damn! Thing. Have you seen a wrestler on a Celebrity Big Brother? Like uh, in? I don't think so. No. Yeah. There was a rumor Hulk Hogan when he was like last year. They were oh, like wow. they were offering him like an, allegedly according to the uh, British. You know, yeah. tabloids. Uh, they were offering him a lot of money to do it, and I don't think he did it. Wow, that's interesting. Or the money wasn't enough for him, or whatever. You know, he's he, Ric Flair said he wants Hulk Hogan back in the WWE. He was. He uh, they were at a TM. They were at um. Oh yeah, they did a the Hard thing. Rock they or did something the thing together. Yeah, I saw they were doing that. Interesting. So what's going on with the Cubs? Oh, nothing new. Well, actually, I finally figured it out. Like one of your things. In Japan was uh, Theo, your buddy Theo over there with the Cubs must have mm-hmm. sent you over there to do some scouting, like find out a little more, you know, and let's get this deal done. You must have had your hand in on uh, the Cubs signing you Darvish, man. Hot dang. It's a very interesting signing. Uh, he was one of the premier free agents, Al. Uh, and with this signing, it pretty much means that they will not be re-signing Jake Arrieta. Good. Gone. So it's farewell. And that's gone, and a lot of people are not happy about that. And quite frankly, I think they do. I I see the concerns. I understand them. I mean, Jake Arrieta, he he could he could bounce back and have a great great year coming up. But the fact of the matter is, is that he's declined both years since the Cy Young year, and you know you just can't trust it. Uh, you Darvish, the signing that was announced yesterday on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Six years, $126 million. Beautiful. A lot of money and a lot of years. 
a lot of people have a problem with that amount of money and that amount of years, but I, it's kind of a simpleton way that I think about it, and I'll admit to it. It's not my money, Al, and there's no salary cap. Mm-hmm. So I maybe it affects ticket prices, but they're already ungodly high. I mean, shit. If you're going, you got to, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you you were right. I uh, I went down to Japan, and uh, I talked to some people in the the baseball league down there. Yeah, okay. You know, I went to the the, the baseball Nippon. hall of fame. Yep. And uh, they all said, "Let's do this." I mean, you know, and I love the Japanese culture, and I think he's a wonderful tradition. All they do is play baseball. Okay. Like I told you, I was on the train. You would drive by fields and fields and fields of kids playing baseball. No, I swear, That's I'm, awesome. I'm not. Not making that up. And it was cold. It was like 30 they, degrees. That that game has caught on so well there. That surprises me. You told me before that there were kids asking all about the Cubs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Arietta. Um yeah, You don't really see that, I mean, in Chicago. You don't see that in America as much. I mean, it, it's like in a movie. You're riding the L train, and literally there's like, you know, every couple miles there's a baseball field. I love it. Off the train stop. Oh, it's, so it, it's packed with kids in it's uniforms. It's wonderful. Um, you Darvish is, uh, let's go back to that contract. So uh, six years, $126 million. Uh, he may opt out of the contract after the 2019 season. Escalators may increase the total value of the contract to $150 million. He's got some no trade protection as well. Uh, one thing, Al, since they signed you, Darvish, since he was traded last year, the Cubs do not have to give up a draft pick. However, when a team signs Jake Arietta, the Cubs will receive a draft pick from that team. That's how baseball works. So the Cubs signing you, Darvish, since he had been traded last season, they didn't have to. Okay. They didn't have to. They don't have to give up a, a draft pick. Pretty, I mean, that's a decently significant thing thrown in there, and you know, top it out. You Darvish had Tommy John surgery just a couple of years ago. Good friend of mine. Uh, some people are concerned about that, but it's starting to look like pitchers with Tommy John surgery, which is redoing the like the, yeah. the arm, uh, actually go on to have strong careers. Like there's there's some uh, stats behind it now. It's starting to build. Uh, some, some even say the arm's a little bit better than it was. Yeah. I mean, the way science has worked in the medicine yeah. field is sure. it, things that used to be career-ending are now sometimes improvements. I'm still hoping for a rookie of the year situation from me. I mean, they can sign me any time, right? Suddenly I'm just throwing 105 mile an hour. Did you ever play pitcher? I pitched in a couple games. Was that your primary p- position? No, but I, I, I started a couple games pitching. I had two pitches. They a ball that I threw, I won't call it a fastball, and a, uh, and a curve. So you had a ball and a curve. Yeah. I, I had a fastball. And it was, it was a ball. Fastball. You call it, it was you a ball, wasn't it? A fastball. You yeah. threw it and it was a ball. Well, <laughs> I, I remember they had bases loaded and the other teams, like, cleanup hitter was up, and I threw the curve. And it started up by his head, and it broke really well. And it, it was a strike. And the guy just kind of smiled and smirked, and Jeff tried to give me the fastball sign. I'm like, no, I want to throw that pitch again. So I throw the curve again, and that batter, that son of a bitch hit that thing so far, it hasn't even landed. <laughs> gave up a grand slam. I think I gave up 11 runs that game. 
It was fun. So he smiled because he saw it. He knew he oh, knew he that knew, next spot. He knew he's like, oh, this guy's going to throw it again, and I'm just going to jack it out of this place. And he was right. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. Called know. out. I think it was a sophomore, junior, something like that. And that was the end of the pitching career. No, they I, saw enough. It was a JV squad. We we didn't stand much of a chance against theirs. They had a they had a tough one. You uh, Darvish, uh, he'll be 31 years old. It'll be the third team that he he's played for. It's quite a bit of money. Uh, he strikes out a lot of guys, Al. Yeah. 93-38 win-loss record. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a guy who uh, who, who can you win. You said 93-38? and 38? Yeah. No. Darvish? According to the Nippon baseball statistics. Oh, you're looking up some uh, Nippon? Yeah, man. Oh, sweet. Uh, I want to hear, hear those, actually. Like, uh, how many years was he there? Um, a couple. Okay. Let's All see. Right. 05 to 11. Okay. Yeah. He was part of the Ham Fighters. So he came here and he was 25. And you know what they did, Clark? Huh. They fought Ham. Oh, great. What? That's the name of the team, the Ham Fighters. Okay. Uh, I wish I was a Ham Fighter. As a matter of fact, you know what? Given my weight, I might be a Ham Fighter. Wow. His, uh... His war when he went over to the Dodgers last year was dominant. 0.6 wins above replacement. No, I'm sorry. It was uh, dominant before that with Texas. Jesus. He can be good. A lot of people are concerned. Uh, and I see him. But Well, what's your opinion? Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited. I, I wanted this. But part of me kind of thinks, hey, is that me just seeing the grass is greener on the other side? I would have been happy with Arietta too, but I'm definitely happy with you, Darvish. Right now, I look at the rotation, Al. I look at the rotation for um, for the Cubs, and it's Jose Quintana, it's John Lester, Kyle Hendricks. You got him in there. They signed some other fella, and I'm I'm very happy. It's one of the best. Well, would you right be, now? Would you be more happier with Arietta? No, you you prefer Hugh Darvish. I th- yeah. If you had to pick it's one, close. you would take Q. Yeah, it's close. It's very close. Um, here's the thing. A lot of people were not happy with the contract, but because it's long. It's six years, and it's a lot of money. Uh, he's making $21 million a year. However, just a couple years ago, um, he signed uh, – the Cubs signed John Lester on December 14th uh, back in 2000 and uh, just before the 2015 season. And they gave him a lot of years. Uh, six years, $155 million. It's a pretty penny. Well, and he's had three seasons with us, they, with, with, the, with the Cubs, and uh, they won a World Series with it. I think it's already paid off. It, it, there's an option for a seventh year. Even if it, he, he is on the payroll for seven years, the first three years it's already paid off. Who cares about the back end of it? Yeah. Like, and that's what, that's what Theo and them are willing to do. There was a big thing. Al, it was getting close where they thought free agents were going to hold out, and that's not a thing in baseball. No. Spring training. So I'm glad to see somebody signed. Arietta's going to sign suit. I'm a, little, I'm a little scared if it ends up being like Milwaukee somehow they do that. They, you know, they have that little brother syndrome. Do you see who the Yankees got? Huh? see who the Yankees got? Um, Babe Ruth. Huh? Babe Ruth? Babe Ruth is dead, Clark. Oh, who knew? Who knew? Oh, boy. Hey, Clarky, baby. <laughs> uh, 
Sounds like hell. Huh? That <laughs> was hell. me. I was like, hey, Clarky, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was looking in the phone booth, Clark. You know God what I mean? Damn. So, um... In the phone booth. You know what I'm saying. Superman? Yeah, yeah. you can. Um, Woo! Oh, yeah. You know who the Yankees signed? Yeah, I thought you were like the baseball correspondent in this show. I thought your specialty was baseball. It's the offseason. Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah. It was a trade. They got Russell Wilson. So. Yeah. Uh, they invited him to camp, just like the Rangers did. He went to the Texas Rangers training camp uh, in 2014. Yeah. Yeah, there's some pictures of him there. That's interesting. I don't know why they keep doing that. It's just like, hey, is he going to stop? Well, he says dream was to play for the Yankees. Oh, he did? Yeah. You think it's going to happen? I, I, you know what? I'd bail on Seattle. Publicity stunt? We'll do a little Garth Brooks? What happened with Garth's baseball career? <laughs> Come on. What was that? He did spring training with the San Diego Padres. Oh, I got to read that again. Yeah. Some people might not remember that or might not even know, but Garth Brooks was in spring training with the San Diego Padres. What a waste of time. This is why I don't like baseball. I mean, it's just like, it's silly. It's stupid. Football does some publicity stuff. The only one I can even think of was the Brock Lesnar to the Vikings. Man, stayed with him until like the final cut. Yeah. That's, That's impressive. I'm sorry. For a guy who hadn't played... And I don't think that was a stunt as much as uh, let's see what he's got. Maybe this is a guy. Who Maybe can, we can develop. Him. Maybe he's unstoppable. Whatever. I think you're like we got to keep him around, but at some point you need other horses in there. He was too old. He was too old, and you don't 20, just pick 27, up 27, 28. He, I think he, was, he might even older than that. You yeah. don't. Uh, you don't just pick up football. Right. It's not. It's not like that. People right. think it is. It's not. I mean. You're a massive human being, but right. so are all of these other guys. Yeah, and there's hand technique. I mean, it's a different kind of combat. Yeah. There's rules you have to work within. Yes. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I I, um, I don't know if that's going to produce anything. Russell? Yeah. Yeah. Old Wilson. Huh. Here's a question. Uh, Bears have some needs. What uh? What are you, are you seeing anything out there for wide receivers as far as uh, free agency? Like I know Marquez Lee, uh, Allen Robinson. Is Jarvis, Jarvis Landry, Landry gonna? I hear that's the one. I keep hearing that's the Why chatter. Why are you hearing that? That's that's a chatter, man. That's and now that people talking. I about. heard somebody calling him a cancer, and that that shouldn't be the thing at all. <laughs> Greg Gabriel. I have him on the Bears right now in Madden. Do you? I've had him for about three years now. Greg Gabriel? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, decent. He's the number two. It's Meredith and Gabriel. And he's probably going to lose his job at the end of the year. He was a free agent signing for me. Greg Gabriel's like an old guy, a sports guy, right? Oh, well, I have a Gabriel playing on my team now. I don't know who it is then. He he shows up on the score on like Mully and Hanley, I think, or something. No? Accurate. Thank you. Thank you, Sports Machine. I what? do appreciate it. I think that was heaven. Yeah, it might have been. The Toronto Raptors currently have at least 11 players averaging over six points per game. It's never been done in NBA history. And out of Rockford, Illinois, one of those players is backup point guard Fred Van Vliet, averaging 7.9 points per game. I'll be damned. 
So here, here's something that happened. Football season ends, right? Yeah. And I had a hot year in DraftKings, as you know. As the listeners know, because, you know, I've, I've told hot everybody, year. a hot year, baby. It was a hot year. It was a year. hot year. Woo! So, <laughs> it was. It was a hot year. Yeah, we know. Everybody we know. knows. Now it's cold. It's snowing. Hey, you feel so, like football ends, now i got nothing to play, right? But I still have the, subscri- the subscription to Fantasy Labs. Oh, yeah. And I, I like Fantasy Labs, and there's no doubt a reason I'm winning. Right. A reason into the equation. They're not yes. the reason. Right. It's a tool. Uh, but they're the most, definitely my most valuable tool. So subscription is like 65 bucks a month. I mean, it's not cheap. Right. You're <laughs> doing 65 a month? Yeah. No, well, I, I got a deal when I first signed up. Okay. Like I read a book. There was a coupon in a book. So I, I had like a decent deal. And I was like, all right, let me test it out. And then, of course, I win big. So with the, the strategy from a whole bunch of things. But anyways, so... The season ends, and now it's like, well, number one, my formulas are all built into my, my game. You create these models, and the models aren't just random deals. You build them right. based on informa- how you weight uh-huh. your information. Yep. So I didn't want to lose my winning model. Right. Because the, the, the two times I won, I used the same model, and then I switched it trying to do better. So you're trying to stay on. And I want to make sure I have that model. Well, anyways, I start playing basketball. And uh, I do okay. Like, I'm, I'm breaking even. I never had a... You're hoping you can pay for your subscription. Exactly. And again, so now I think it's to the point where it is about 75 a month. And uh, that, that, that's a high win. I mean, you need, to, you need to wager a lot to win a lot in order to maintain that. You got to play like $100 every couple of days. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> I was kind of doing that, but I, I definitely wasn't winning money, I, and I wasn't losing money. It was kind of like before I put time – like when I first started with Fantasy Labs and football, I just kind of like, okay, let's let the machine kind of do uh, thing. Did Fred Van Vliet's name come by? I bet he would have been cheap and probably – because he, he had a couple games with like 25, 26 points. He's a guy I follow because my, my dad does and a couple of people I know do because yeah. he's from Rockford. He went to Wichita State. But and, anyway. Well, that's the exact point. I don't know those guys. Right. So but I'm playing they don't blind. come up in any of your aren't you using your fantasy labs though but I am but number 1 I don't know what's important to set the models with. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like I don't know what value like is free points more important than say playing time? Right. You know, like waging all this stuff. I realize estimated playing time is probably the most valuable component in basketball. The more chance the more you're on the floor the better your odds are to score. Probably. Yeah. So uh, but again, I don't know this. So, anyways, I cancel the the Fantasy Lab subscription because it's not going to work. And they send me an email like, "Hey, like if we if we show you how to play this using your technique, you think you might want to try it?" Really? And I was just like, "No, okay, yeah, I can't." Wow, they came back at you. They're like, "We know you. We know yeah. you want to. We, we get. We your, know you want to try this." Well, they give you a survey, and it's like, "Well, what's your reason?" It's like, "I'm a one sport guy. I'm mm-hmm. seasonal." Yeah. So I'll be back next year, but I'm going to be back during football season. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But I started getting – there was about two weeks I was playing basketball, and I was starting to like, all right, well, this guy, when's this playing? A friend of mine was playing basketball, too, is playing basketball, and he got screwed on a leaky ceiling. What? He I had a bunch that. of players in a game, and they canceled the game because of a leaky ceiling. Oh, no shit. So How he got can burned. you see that coming? You can't. You don't see that in – Oh wow! You'd have to start watching weather reports and worry about stadiums and ceilings. But you should. I can't have to get do into that. that. 
you shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> but if you want to win, you're going to know the leaky you know stadium. What happened? You know what happened? Somebody made a leaky stadium happen because they play daily fantasy basketball. Could you imagine that? Maybe. You That's cause it. a wow. flood that leaks onto the floor, and that game's out. Meanwhile, you're playing other guys that do play, and it screws half of the people out of there. My understanding, too, it was the game with the highest over-under. Jesus, wow. there's something. Yeah, see, look there. at that. There's a lot there. If, if you want to get in on this conspiracy or anything Who spent else. spent the day getting high watching conspiracy documentaries? <laughs> Listening to conspiracy podcasts. Oh, hey, whoa, sorry. 760-454-8834. 760 Three, four. Do you have conspiracy theories on there where you go right away, you're just like, oh, this is bullshit? No, or, or, they're pretty good or, at it. Or are you good at storytelling? Right, okay. I'll buy your story. Yeah, I mean, I've, there's things I've read on, like, oh, you know, I know this theory, and it goes more into it. Um, the The one I started, and then I started reading up on was the Mandela theory. That was last week. I sent that to the group. Oh, yeah. What is – oh, the Mandela theory, uh, the fact that we remember things having happened that didn't actually happen. Correct. The way we thought. And most commonly, most people don't know when Nelson Mandela died. Right. They have an image of him dying in prison. In the 80s or something. Yeah, and he, like, didn't. He died, like, in a lot like of people Miami. Have, and... A lot of people think that Sinbad starred in a genie movie. Right. Which he did not. Never. Life is like a box of chocolate. Litz is actually, uh, yeah. Life was like a box of chocolates. And it's not Luke. I am your father. No, no. Yeah. And then the one, the all the old timers clearly remember. Like I, I don't. Did you watch James Bond? Were you James Bond? No, guy? not no. I guess there's a scene in the movie where um, a girl smiles at the guy with the metal teeth, mm-hmm. and uh, she smiles back with braces, and they connect. And now if you rewatch the movie, the braces are gone. And even Whoa. in the credits, it's listed as like braces girl. No. And if you go and you find a VHS of it, still no braces. Come on. So they scrubbed everything. It's time travelers working with the government to fuck with your mind. So you start thinking things that were once true aren't true. It, it gives you plausible uh, deniability in your head. So that's what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. Who's traveling? I, and why can't I? Why, why can't I join you? I'd love to do a little trip. You're not a member of the proper societies, Clark. It's, well, it's scary, man. I mean, a lot of shit can get fucked up. Yeah. You could be erased. You can be erased. This show may not have ever existed. Oh, that'd be a shame. P- the three people who tune could in. Can you imagine how those three would be just... They'd be upset for about 10 minutes. No, yeah. The three, and then they'd have a snack and watch some TV show. The three people who listen and think, oh, they're eventually going to get to sports. They, they, 10 years later, 20 years later, they go back and they're like, hey, you remember that podcast we used to listen to where the, the two guys were going to talk sports yeah. and never talk sports? Yes, yes. And they'd be like, oh, totally. There was a, the one was always stoned and the other yeah. guy was rambling about babies and the sports machine would check in. Yeah. And there was a show babies and man. And then they're going to find out it never happened. They're going to search on the Google. And no, no, no. It happened. No. We, no, it, it happened. They'll, they'll know that it happened because two guys sitting in an attic in the dark. Like, they'll remember that. You will be terminated. terminated. The phone call with the last blockbuster? Terminated. Oh, my gosh. Don't. Is the sports machine? Can, can you help me time travel? You will cease to exist in the future, Clark. America will not remember Clark Lawrence and... Or the Larcher and Lawrence and Shell.
Rest in peace. Forever. We might not even have been born. Once upon a time, in a land far away, in an attic in the city of Chicago, two friends who once lived a lifetime on stage together in a group comedy accident forged a duo known as Larcher and Lawrenson. And one day, they talked to millions of Americans as they tuned in coast to coast to the podcast, nation to nation, and world peace was achieved. But then one day in the future, a time traveler came and erased their entire existence, and Larcher and Lawrenson we're gone forever. Why? What do we do to deserve this? I don't know. It, that seems creepy. I don't want that anymore. what did we do. It's what do we do. Because it could be something that we haven't done yet. Wow. I don't even understand. And maybe were we picked randomly to be erased? Here's my question. Are, are they traveling via, like, the mode of a, like a, a machine? Or are they going Sam Beckett on us? Is there a quantum leap happening? I we're can't. leaping into somebody else. I can't get into specifics on this. You're not allowed to? I No, no. But but you're allowed to be very vague and speak I can be very vague and speak of generalities. Okay. And uh, the people who believe will believe and those who don't don't because they're not enlightened, Clark. And why am I even talking now? It's insignificant. We're going to be erased. You're going to be delete. I'll tell you what. That's wronging right. That it is, is wronging, wronging right. right. Delete. Matt Hardy got us. Hey. Did you know that is Matt Hardy's whole gimmick? Like, have you ever looked into the story? What? He's basically a time traveler who who, who leaps. And no, he, I never did watch he the whole can, story. He can see. Like, did you see on Raw him talking to the goldfish? No. He was playing chess with a goldfish. And the goldfish was Napoleon. Wow. But Napoleon got reincarnated into the goldfish, and only broken Matt Hardy could see the brilliance of the goldfish that it was Napoleon. Amazing, huh? Wow! This is what uh, this is what's going on in wrestling right now. There's there's conspiracies and conspiracies, and uh, my God, man, the Olympics, and man, the Koreans are one. Booker T and Corey Graves. It smelled like a work. I right? still don't even know if it was a work. They they did this show together and said it's a work. Yeah, I feel laughing. like Booker. Did that feel fake? No, I think Booker T went off. He's he, he was really pissed. He's like, yo, I'm I'm gonna kick his ass. And then, like, the, all the shit storm came, and, like, how could a guy who works for a company threaten another guy? And all the, right, the PC right, police right, came right. out, and there was all kinds of, like, what is going on here? And they got all this attention. And Booker T's like, well, we can't fight. I think that was explained to him. Like, there's right. no payoff here. Right. So let's just pretend like it was a work the whole time. We were ribbing everybody. Weird. You could be right. You Conspiracy theories podcast. Right? right. All day, man. All day. You could do a whole show on that, probably. Probably. Uh, how it was real. We let's get to the bottom of this. If we had a budget, we we would send you send somebody down there to smell it out. Booker T's Houston Wrestling Federation. Yeah, yeah. And he's on local radio there, right? That's where he did this thing. He's got a local radio show. He was. Did. I didn't realize. Has. I didn't realize that uh, there's quite a few wrestlers that have local radio shows. Who else? Or, or Sirius XM. Bully Ray regularly hosts the show I was listening to on Sirius XM. Okay. Which I, I had no idea. Uh, did I mention I got to Is it a wrestling show there? or is it. Um, does it he is. do anything or. On, it, it's Channel 93 on the XM uh, that I have quite a bit of wrestling content on it. 
Sweet. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I'm really into, the, like, what's going on in New Orleans. I'm pissed I'm not going to New Orleans. Dude. Well, you can't. No, right? I can't. I can't. Damn. I can't. Damn. I understand. <clears throat> like, I, I get that you can't, but I, I, think it, I think it'd be a great weekend for you, especially what Ring of Honor's doing over there. That's, I mean, maybe. That's brilliant there. Um, NXT is going to be pretty damn good. Am I wrong? It looks like it. Yeah. NXT is going to have a great show. Looks yeah. like WrestleMania is going to have some really good matches. I think so. And Ring of Honor's got a super card going on. Yeah. And then WrestleCon, so, I think, is is becoming more and more popular and more and more of a thing. Sure. So Cody, Cody Rhodes and uh, Kenny Omega yeah. are fighting right there. And, uh, well, I'll reference XM I was listening to earlier. They said that probably the biggest names, the biggest names, not wrestlers, not the best at their game, but the biggest names worldwide uh, in the game that are not WWE. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're all Would coming. Say? Yeah. And then you're going to have the names that are in WWE. That whole right. weekend, you have all the greatest wrestlers in one city. Right. It's amazing. <clears throat> and all kinds of shit happens. And then you have the legends running, walking around with their wheelers and their walkers. Yeah. And yep, yep, yep. Uh, you have Bob Backlund yelling things randomly in hotel lobbies and Marty Jannetty pissing in the pool. Do you believe that, and I'm kind of jump and ship off of this fun WrestleMania weekend stories because, yeah, I'm sure there's tons of idiots yeah. hilarious stories of wrestlers. Virgil asking you to sign up for his email list all the time or whatever. You have the rapper who does his uh, show? Yeah. Um, shit, I, not my point. Yep. Gone. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Delete! Hang on. Uh, Was, Was it, it ever, ever a point? point? No, probably not. There's no change. And then one day, Clark Lawrence's memory started to fade away. Time travelers. And forever and ever, he wasn't the same. Uh, found it. Yep, what's up? Yep. Maybe, maybe he talked him into putting it back in there. Nice. Back in the brain. Uh, that for the second time now, in uh, just a few months, uh, another former WWE star has signed, uh, is at least uh, going to be doing some things in NJPW. Ray Mysterio. Wow, I saw that. I didn't, I didn't see the press conference. I didn't see anything with I it. I didn't catch it either. I just I, I caught the headlines, and I, it, I saw NJPW posted about it, so it's legit. Yeah. That it wasn't just uh, from the dirt sheets. And he's got a match. Oh, you know who he's fighting is um, the masked Japanese legend, who I was like, uh, ti- uh, Lucian Tiger. Um, I was like honored to see wrestle in Japan. Like I'm like, oh, I get to see one of their legends. Um, like, oh man, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I hear you. And all minds were taken away, memories were lost, but then a time traveler in the future steps up by the name of Rocky. And he goes, and he fights, and he jabs, and he kicks, and he punches, and he starts replacing the memories of Larcher and Lawrence so that they exist, and they will forever be known. Huh. Okay, then. Well, so it looks like there might be hope. There might be hope. A new hope. Yeah, Rey Mysterio, uh, of course, he appeared in the Royal Rumble. Right. 
Hadn't, which, hadn't seen him there uh, in WWE for a long time. No, and uh, it, it was fun to see. Like, I marked out. It was yeah. definitely a moment yeah, where I was like, yes. I was yes. surprised. Yeah. He was pretty good. He was in shape. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, that was exciting. Yeah. Um, and now he's going to New Japan where these guys are getting second chances. And then you're doing shows in America. Why not? Um, but, yeah, it's two old luchadors who are going to be going at it. Okay. Which is cool. It's like, you know, the guy, the guy who defined uh, Japanese luchador style and the guy who was the definitive uh, Mexican luchador. That's fun. Hopefully that's good. Uh, I'd like to try And even if it's show. not, man, I'd love to see that show. Yep. So I bought tickets to uh, the next Ring of Honor show. Oh, the next one around yeah. here? Yeah, it's in like March. Nothing is signed. I know nothing, but I've never not been impressed with the product. Sure. So sure. I got like second row center. I'm pretty excited. Awesome. That's good. Huh. I bet that's going to be a fun show. We'll and see, there, though. There's a chance that there could be some real fun there. there. And there's a chance nobody is there. Sure. But it is a War sure. of the Worlds where it's uh, New Japan guys versus WWE, or uh, uh, Ring of Honor guys. Okay. So. Yeah. And then Naito from New Japan is coming to Pro Wrestling Tees next Saturday. Oh, is he? Yeah. And uh, I have the uh, program from Tokyo Dome. Oh. As a matter of fact, I was going to grab you. So... I was, it was between a match. I went to take a piss. I was coming back. And I saw the programs. I'm like, I really should get a program from this yeah. show. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, well, I'll grab one for Clark. I'll grab one for, for another friend. And I'm figuring, you know, maybe 3,000 yen. It turns out they were $20 a piece. Whoa. So she's like, oh, you know, 60,000 yen. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll just take one. So, yeah, yeah you, you lost out on That's that. That's okay. But you have one. I do. I have a program, and I think it'd be cool. I mean, he was a main event. Yeah, that's awesome. So if I could get half the main event to sign it, you know, I'm halfway oh. to the yeah. other half. Yeah, wow. That's re- that that's slick. I am going to try to get that whole program. Can I look signed. at it sometime? Yeah, I'll show it to you. I'll be careful. Yeah, like what? Did I won't. I won't eat cheese. It's big. It's a big. Uh, There's a Wendy's that went in around the corner, and I I passed it up earlier. That thing went in overnight. It was like the time travelers just came and put a Wendy's in. That I'm positive that's exactly how it happened. Wingstop, and this is a, for an example. Wingstop across the street yeah. took about a year and a half. Took a year and a half. There was a sign, Wingstop, coming soon. A year and a half later, I get a Wingstop. The Wendy's folks are very efficient. Wingstop, Wendy's, overnight. Boom. Little Caesars. Went from Jiffy Lube to a Wendy's. Wow. Same building? No. They rebuilt. They tore it down, rebuilt it overnight. A little, little grease in there? No, no, no. Uh, what about that Little Caesars? That always been there? Yeah. That you know of? Yeah. Hmm. I've never gone inside. I've, yeah, I take really that back. There's no reason to, but I would. I would go. I was stoned one night, and I was like, oh, I don't want to wait at, at Wingstop. I just went in and out. I walked into Little Caesars, and there was a line of like five people, and I walked right. out. Yep. Did you go wait at Wingstop then? Yeah, I went and got. You know what? Wingstop might have been open yet. I you ended up getting Jiffy Chinese. There's a Chinese, Chinese restaurant in yep, there. Saw it. You got all your fast food options right there. Boom. Yeah. Not bad. I preferred my old place. I think I had better uh, food options. Maybe not. I think so. I drove by that that old neighborhood recently. Yeah, Portillo's just popped up over there. I want to go to. Uh, I want to go to what's it called? I don't know that place. Well, the bar. Uh, oh, chairs. McGill's. O'Malley's. O'Malley's. And then uh, across the street. Yep. Taco B- Burrito King. Sure. But also you can go and get a nice uh, sandwich over oh, there yeah, at, the, uh, yeah, yeah. at that place. That's why I don't uh, need a pot belly out there. Oh, what is the name of that you shop? Gotta take a little. You got to take a little stroll back home. 
I've driven past there. You and I went into a bodega there too. There's there's a place called Natelli's, and it's it's not far from there. It's on Belmont, and it's ran by a guy who used to be like a jobber in pro wrestling. Oh, his gimmick was like the butcher. Okay. And uh, he's like third generation, like the shop's been there or, or the family's had a butcher shop in Chicago for like, you know, 60 years. Sure. Uh, anyways, every Wednesday and only Wednesday, can you get a pot roast sandwich? And it is so good. I mean, you may, I may even have brought you one at one point. I think I, I think brought so. him to Comedy Accident one night. And only on Wednesdays. You can only get them on Wednesdays. And the, it, the pot roast is like fudge. Like, it is just, it melts in your mouth. Okay. It is so, like, it is the meat of, I, I got to go get one. Sounds delicious. And then oh, not I, far from there is Mr. D's. I you were getting up right now. All right. Oh, then. yeah, let's yeah. go. Hey. No, no, only Wednesday, Clark. Weren't you listening? Wednesday, yeah, man. Yeah, Wednesday. Then there's Mr. D's over by uh, the Brickyard. You know the Brickyard Mall? Yep. And it's it's an older, older fella. I don't know. Um, he's always behind. The, he reminds me of one of the guys. He might be Greek. Okay. Um, Middle Eastern or Greek, but he reminds me of the old um, Billy Goat sketches. Like he's, a, but he's the opposite of the the mean and rush guys. He's really okay. polite. Okay. And he makes this steak sandwich that it is the best. Like you don't, you've never had a steak sandwich till you had Mister D's steak sandwich. Okay. And he's got Fine. the fresh cut fries, and he throws the steak down in, in fresh onion. That's a secret to everything. He pours some kind of mystery oil on it. Fresh onion, a tomato, and that's it. And you get this sandwich, and it is so fucking good. You've never had a steak sandwich like this. You're just mind building that sandwich for me. That's that's how good it is. Wow, I nice. If you're from Chicago, you get it's not far from O'Hare. You get off a plane, you get Mr. D's. You go to Nutelli if you're there on a Wednesday. Okay, and then right over there's Gene and Juice, the best hot dogs in, in the world. Gene and Juice. Gene and Jude's. Oh, okay. That's better, yeah. Gene and Jude's. This is all within like five miles. Man, most uh, most tourists, when I give tours in the summer times, are, they're like, yeah, oh, Chicago-style hot dog. I'll go to Portillo's. Ugh. But every once in a while, you get that guy that's done his fucking research. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to go to Gene and Jude's tomorrow. I'm like, that's a great decision. Yeah, that is that is a real that a hot dog. Yeah, I mean that. that I mean you're you're living life. Portillo's is what the kids in the Chicago suburbs who can't get real hot dogs love. Right, right. right. <laughs> if you're from yeah, one of these suburbs, you love Portillo's. I'm, it's fine. I'm okay with a Portillo's Chicago style hot dog. Don't not complaining. Not complaining. It's just it's not Gene and Jude. Not Gene and Jude's at all. Fair, fair enough. Man, I like Chicago style hot dogs. Not gonna lie. So did Ray Mysterio join the Bullet Club? I have no idea. Because you wrote on the tease to the show, uh, Bullet Club. Well, oh yeah, that's uh, in regards to uh, Kenny Omega. Oh right, right, right. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're split. I mean, they're yeah. falling out. Yep. I think I think they'll do something pretty good. Do you? Sure. I think so too. I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Like I said, I'm jealous. I'm not going. Yep. All right, last opportunity for calls, 760-454-8834. This is the unfocused section of the show, so you can talk sure. about whatever you need. Anything you want. If you want to talk about life, we're here for you. Life, life Conspiracy, sports, wrestling. Uh, the Cavs traded Dwayne Wade back to Miami. How about that? The trade deadline, man, it was insane. They basically flipped the roster damn near it. 
Press one if you're on hold and you want to talk. Their first trade, they traded Isaiah Thomas. Huge deal, Al. They got him in a trade with the in a big trade with uh, Boston. Uh, Isaiah Thomas was a little more hurt than Boston had let on. They pretty much Boston did a they got a good good they traded a hurt player. Anyways, uh, they traded them to the Lakers and uh, they they got a couple good basketball. Play, they got Larry Nance Jr. And then the other thing was uh, Derrick Rose was part of a trade to Utah. Yeah, nobody wants that guy. And then they cut him. Right. And the idea is, well, <coughs> I forget who it was, and I can't source him, but the, the idea is that Minnesota might be interested in him. Mm-hmm. And that's where Tom Thibodeau and uh, Jimmy Butler, Butler, right? which that'd be interesting to me, man, because uh, Butler and Rose had a little trouble uh, existing together on the court before. Now, man, now they realize they need each other. And I've got to mention Taj Gibson there as well. Of course. Yeah. That, that team wouldn't be nothing about Taj Gibson. Well, he, he has his role up there. It's good. So Thibodeau, Thibodeau could burn out that entire team. Rose could get hurt again. They're worried about know? that, too. They're worried about the burnout. Like, they've already seen it. They've already, they already know. Yeah. They're like, uh, the, this burnout thing is real. This thing is uh, complete. You can't make players go. You can't rev your engine that long well, in the red. And do you want to know the year of Derrick Rose's injury in the playoffs, by the way? There was like a minute and ten seconds left, I think, or something. Al, that season, they had compressed the schedule, I believe. There, there was a bit of a lockout or something. And they were playing more games in a lot quicker time. Like, right. they still played an 82-game season. I remember that. And that's the year he got hurt. They were already pushing him. And then you yeah. see Tom Thibodeau being there. And I'm not completely tearing the guy apart because I think Thibodeau has his place. Anyway, uh, but very much could be a reason that Derrick Rose's career yeah. takes the dive that it does. That and he's soft. Yeah. He's S-W-A-F-T. Soft. He's gone. What are they going to do with Enzo? Uh, not Enzo, but Cass. He should be due back fairly soon. I would think. Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know what his gimmick is. And did he lose his steam? Like, is it? I mean, he was obviously – there was probably going to be an Enzo feud with him. They may have even ignored it. No, they already it. did it. They did a feud. Like, he beat the shit out of him a few times. Right, but Enzo technically is, I think, the guy who injured him. Yeah, didn't he, like – he took him out in a match. Oh, I didn't know it was with Enzo. I think it was. Oh, wow. I could be wrong. Maybe it was okay. a house show or something, but I, I thought it was during an Enzo match. I, I'm wrong. Maybe. I don't know. Because I think Enzo got the win when he what clearly wasn't supposed to. Okay. Maybe you're right. And then, I mean, they teased it a little. Like, Enzo would talk, oh, I took out Big Cass, you know? And, and now, uh, so he would Cass would have came back, and maybe they would have had a feud, or maybe they would have said, hey, Enzo's on 205 Live now. Sure. Let's move he on. He can't. Um, but anyway, he's gone. But he's gone, yeah. Now Cass is due back. And then I hear Jason Jordan just went down. Have you heard any I of that? I did hear that. That's, that's too bad. It sounds like it's I thought this, that his heel, uh, this heel Jordan was could have gone somewhere or could go. Yeah, somewhere. no, it was catching on for sure. People were like disliking we're him in a good, out of it. good kind of way. It's awesome. So uh, he has the same injury, oddly enough, as like the, the symptoms that Kurt Angle had when he first started going through his neck problems. <laughs> so genetics. <laughs> genetics. <laughs> uh, I think I mentioned last week that kid's uh, from Tinley, Tinley Park. Yeah, Jason yeah, yeah. Jordan. Uh, who's the other wrestler you were? Ta- uh, we were talking Enzo Cass. Uh, I don't know, but what if in ten years 
Happy Rusev Day, by the way. Happy Rusev Day every day. Um, what if in like 10 years we, we look back on Google and we find out Jason Jordan, Kurt Angle really was Jason Jordan's dad this whole That'd time. Amazing. It was all real. We know we know what we know what's behind that. Yeah, you you already told us we, exactly. Jeez. Nelson Mandela. So died in the eighties, somewhere around there. Uh, the Monopoly Man has a has a monocle. He does not have a monocle. No, never had a monocle. Never. Had I a monocle. clearly remember a monocle. He wasn't always wearing it. Sometimes it was in his pocket, like floating. Like on a string, you know? Benny Ray. A chain. It's Benny Ray. Oh, no, no. That's bullshit. That one I clearly remember. Riding the wrong. And I wrong remember Hello, Clarice. The right. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Didn't that happen in Hannibal? No, the, the Silence like, in, in the, the Lambs. the second one, though, like, I, I thought that that's where it was from. Maybe it isn't. I think Hannibal. it's from the trailers of Hannibal, and that's what it is. That's why I think that one was fucked up. Huh. And I don't know. Wow. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. Uh, it's not quite. You're a little too grumbly with it. Well, I, I mean, well, I can't hello, do impersonations. Clarice. I'm the worst at impersonating. Hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. No, I, I'm terrible. Hello, Clarice. <laughs> we just lost half our listeners. There's a meter on the both, thing, and they just—they all just dropped. There's a meter. We're down to one. Hey, thanks for sticking with us, you. Yeah, you. Appreciate it. You Jarvis, that's who it is. You, son. You, Zach, our listener. Robin Lopez came into my work over the weekend. Oh, that's right. Uh, after his uh, Saturday game. Yeah. yeah. Where they lost to the Wizards. Came, sang a little karaoke, had a good time as always. Uh, you say it was uh, Backstreet Boys that he sang? Did some Backstreet Boys. Tore the house down. Standing ovation. Really? Every, like last time I feel like it wasn't as big of a basketball crowd. Okay. Tonight, that, last night I felt like all the dudes in there knew who that was. Okay. And like you know, they, they all you saw the camera when he'd sing. Everybody was holding up their camera, and for sure, you know, yeah, everybody was watching that's that fun. moment. That's a, that's hilarious. Like yeah, the place all of a sudden went to a new level. They're like, remember when we went and sang karaoke and Robin Lopez yeah. sang up and sang the Backstreet Boys showed up? That's great. Yeah, he got a standing ovation after you'd hear, "Hey, Robin." You know, I, I had Trish from the Real World once. No, so nobody's ever stopped in one. And. Uh, Nine ball or uh, billiards champ, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Massey, mm-hmm. lead singer of the Black uh, Keys. No, yeah, yeah, he came at no, I think it was somebody else, it wasn't Dan Auerbach. Yeah, Dan Auerbach. I had Dan Auerbach, Clark. Oh, and he was playing at the Vic. When yes, I, I went to the show with the Arcs, right? That's right. Yeah, wow, champ I've forever. had. Chance the Rapper. <laughs> you his, friends, his friends were like, yeah, Chance is going to sing it. And they're like, you're like, yeah. And they're like, Chance the Rapper. And you're like, cool, I'm Al the Karaoke guy. No idea. I didn't know. I, I didn't either. I've become a fan yeah, since then. Yeah, me too, of course. I uh, love the guy. I mean, he's done so much for the city. And then, uh, uh, let's see, who else? Uh, the lead singer, Franz Ferdinand. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy who wrote Train Spotting. Yep. Uh, the kicker from the Little Giants. No, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Oh, who else is beautiful? Who else has stopped in while I've been working? Oh, Ronnie Woo Woo. Yeah. Oh, I had Ronnie Woo Woo. I had a guy who uh, claimed that he was the guitarist from Candlebox, from the band, the '90s grunge band, grunge band Candlebox. 
and I can neither confirm nor... He'd be about the right age, like he was like 45, and he looked rocker. Sure. Life. But the picture that I found on Google at the time, or maybe Yahoo, I don't even know, I, I couldn't confirm that it was him. We used to have a guy who wore... You had John Lackey. Oh, John Lackey, yeah. Uh, Derek Rowe, Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. Um... You had the guy guys. who wore what? Who's this? Oh, we had a guy. There was a guy who used to wear the the one hand the, gl- the fingerless gloves. You know the Shawn Michaels gloves from the uh, when he was the sexy boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those like leather gloves without the fingers. And there was a guy who wore those. What, like is what did this guy do? Well, he he used to come in and he uh, he told me he invented the robot. The dance move. The dance move. The robot. One hundred percent. Yes. Uh, is his stage name the Boogeyman? <laughs> I think it might have been the Boogeyman. <laughs> do you do you know who I'm talking about? I think I do. Oh man, love him. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. This guy, this guy, no. He he was. He said he was like really rich, and he he invented the robot, and. Uh, he did something else. Like, he revolutionized the world in, in fascinating ways. Holy shit. John Lester's contract that he's still under, some of the perks involved are uh, he gets a suite on the road, private air travel up to 24, 25 hours per year. And if I recall, during the Cubs playoff push, mm-hmm. when they won the World Series, he let, uh, he let Grandpa Ross, he let uh, David Ross, since he was retiring and his family was with him, he let him have the suite that's a part of his contract. Wow. What a yeah. gentleman. Yeah, how about that? Uh, he gets a 2021 option. It's guaranteed if he has 200 innings in 2020 or 400 innings pitch combined in 2019-2020. Neat. His contract is a lot bigger. All right. This is going around on uh, Cult of Kayfabe. You know that on the Internet? It's a wrestling thing. Take a movie title, change it to a wrestling movie title. Do what now? Take a wrestling, take a movie title and change it to a wrestling movie title. Here's some some of the responses. The Breakfast Bullet Club. Okay. (laughs) He Man and the Masters of the WWE Universe. Yes. Balls Mahoney. Yep. Fashion Police Academy. Nice. That's all they got right now. I thought there'd be more. Oh, well. I can't think of any good ones. Hulk Hogan's Heroes. Nice. Nice. There was a movie of that, right? It's definitely a TV show. It's close enough. Um, All right. Let's see here. What's a a movie? Uh, Jimmy Super Fly Me to the Moon. (laughs) I think that's a song. But there's a movie. I guarantee it. Yeah, you're right. There is. I've never, I don't, I've never seen it. Wasn't Fly Me to the Moon the one about Andy Kaufman? Man on the Moon. Oh, maybe not then. That was an REM song. Um, Man on the Moon. I'm terrible. Gorilla Monsoons in the Mist. God, I'm horrible at this. <laughs> That's wonderful. Look at you. You're on fire. Um, let's see here. <laughs> um, Ricky Bobby Heenan. Ricky Bobby. That might not count. I don't know that one. Ricky um, Bobby was a character in a movie. Trying to think. Oh, <laughs> guys, just hang on. Hell's thinking he's going to get it. 
Just give him a little bit of time here. He's got it. It's right there. I saw a kid. I saw a kid blank in an improv this class is, once. This is yes. exactly what it was like. Um, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. Okay. I can't even think of a head to the hand, hand to the head. All right, I'm gonna pull up movie titles. Oh, That'll help. Please call in and help the hell out here. That's amazing. Oh. Movie titles. Let's see. Uh, movies. How about The Rock? Oh, man. That's an easy one. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin City Limits TV show. All right. Here we go. Now, I'm, now I got something. I got this. Oh, no, you're right now. on it. You are on uh-huh. it. It's happening. Huh. Men on a Mission Impossible. <laughs> Boo. Double thumbs down for Mal. Well, no, I'm impressed you're getting them. I'm seriously, I can't think of one goddamn movie. <laughs> this is going, this is my favorite contest we've ever this had. This is the worst. This is, is the best. This is getting edited out. We've ever had. No, this is. What? Are, are your guys okay, going to come top back? 250 are movies. They... <laughs> Here we go. I got it now. I'm going to do it. Oh, I got one. Oh, what? The Godfather. No. Uh, all right. Yeah. 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 The Godfather Part 2. Okay. Schindler just made the list. Yep. That's probably a bad one, right? <laughs> Let's see here. Fight Owens Fight Club. Ooh. Okay. That, that, that's better. I do like that. The Miz Tricks. Wow. Okay. That might be... Uh, yeah, I think I'm out. That was a good couple. You know, I got a few in there. I, I definitely had to look at a list to get wow. anything. No, I'm impressed. You did really well, Al. Good job. Thank Keep you, it buddy. up. Keep practicing, and you're going to do really well soon. The Lion King Lawler. That was amazing. Ooh, no. The Lion King Harley Race. It is better. It's better, King, for sure. Um, Citizen Rusev? All right, I'm done. I'm not even going to try anymore. Sorry. I'm sorry I put us through that. Cradle to the Corey Graves? See, you're called? good at this. I don't yeah, know. I'll take it. I'll take the points. Well, you've you won a game, Clark. You've you've bested me in uh, wrestling the movie titles. Congratulations. Thank you. It, it wasn't, wasn't even close. close. Sports machine, thank you for, for joining. Oh, I'm still trying to think. I, I can keep I can keep going. I probably can't. And then one day Clark Lawrenson defeated Al Archer in a game of wits. But no, Everyone remembers it, but it didn't happen. And life forever changed. And the show went on to great success. Here we go. Oh, man. But in the end, it never existed. Yep. From the sports machine, the end. Adios.
Do you got anything else? Oh, we're still on. Yeah, that was kind of a good place to end. That was sign off. That would have been perfect. Wow. Well, let's just mark this day, this occasion, February 11, 2018. I win. Graham for American Dream. Yeah, baby. That's not bad. That's not bad. And then, like usual, they went on just too long and wouldn't let a segment die when it should have been dead. And this will forever be remembered. And so the story ends. Till next time, I'm the Sports Machine on Larcher and Larson Live in the Attic saying the Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.